Hello and welcome to the Football 100 sponsored by Rough Race Cars. I'm James, that's Matt. Hi. 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 That was the quickest intro ever. Um, Euros have started, Matthew. I know. I've seen. We're knee deep. Knee deep in football. Yeah, every day, three times a day, you can't beat it. And all the matches are at like two, then five, then eight, and two, then five, then eight. Oh, it's great, isn't it? It is good. It is. So like, you watch one game and then you're like, right, I'm going, I don't know, feed the children. And then, <laughs> and then I'll watch another game and then I'll maybe, you know, put children to bed and then I'll watch another game. It's it's amazing. It works, it works perfect. This is good. Um, this is good. It's, it's good. Um, before we do start, though, I suppose we best discuss the Christian Eriksen incident. Um, so as we all know, he collapsed on the pitch and it was a very distressing moment for everyone involved and viewers. Um, but there has been confirmation from the Denmark medical team that Ericsson did indeed have a cardiac arrest on the field mm-hmm. and was deemed gone. Yep. Which is scary to think. Um, that was prior to a defib attempt, which after one defib attempt, he was brought back to life. Um, but I mean, distressing moment for a lot of people. I mean, oh, yeah. I always, I as soon as it happened, I thought back to Fabrice Muamba. Yeah, when it when it happened to him, as I'm sure a lot of people did. Um, but I mean, full credit's got to go to like Anthony Taylor, medical teams, Denmark squad because of their involvement in it as well. Absolutely. I mean, you look at Kasper Schmeichel. Um, I can't say his name. Centre back, captain. Oh, Simon uh, Kajir. Like yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, he he was very um, very good in the incident as well. I mean, it, it was it wasn't nice to see, and yeah. the way the Denmark team tried to obviously circle around Christian Eriksen and and, and shield the teammate that's obviously in a vulnerable position Absolutely. at that moment. Um, but I mean, all all looking positive at the minute for him. Obviously, disregarding the incident, the recovery is looking positive. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, it keeps keeps heading that way. They're still running more tests to see if there's yeah. anything else that could be a concern for him. Um. But yeah, hope for a speedy recovery for Christian Eriksen, and thoughts obviously go to his family and friends that were affected by it as well. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um. It was good to see a lot of um, other teams and and players and fans wishing the best to obviously Christian Eriksen and his family. Um, it's kind of good to see a footballing world unite like that in situations like this. But I mean, there's other situations as well where we could unite in situations like this, but it's not always the case. Okay, but yeah, of course, it's good to see all the, the world of football comes here because to be fair that, that could that could happen to any footballer really like anyone yeah. one of those things like but yeah it's just good that everyone's come together and everyone wants the best outcome and looks like it might be the case so we're lucky it's good very lucky I mean if imagine if they'd have waited a few moments later before bringing on any form of medical team imagine if no one had noticed yeah I mean it's pretty hard not to notice but you never yeah, know. It was, just, it was handled really well. Anthony Taylor, the referee, obviously English ref, so he did well. And yeah, yeah it was all good. 
good. Definitely, definitely. Good to see like the likes of like Lukaku giving his Man of Match award, mm. dedicating it to uh, to Christian Eriksen. Yeah, and it it's obscene that they managed to still play the game. I d- I don't get that. Should have been moved. Wasn't fair. Yeah, obviously we've got some people mm-hmm. saying that the players were happy to play on, and others are saying that it was UEFA forced them to play, and so no one. Well, Casper really Schmeichel quite... said that, hasn't he? Yeah, so you, no one quite really knows what's happening. I, I don't know why Casper Schmeichel would make that up. So you'd assume that he is telling the truth, and they were forced to play. Yeah, but it's odd, odd scenario that. Yeah, I mean Finland obviously did come out one 0 winners, but that's overshadowed. Um, I mean, it does. It does make it a lot tougher for Denmark now. But I think, to be fair, they don't really care as long as Christian Eriksen's going to be all right. Absolutely. That's biggest priority for them now. I mean, even if they go out group stage, I don't think they'll be that bothered as long as yeah. Christian Eriksen's okay. Um, but yeah, it, sh- it should have restarted. The players won't have been in the right mindset for both Finland and Denmark. Don't get me wrong; I'm not just saying for Denmark, but. For Finland as well, it's quite a distressing moment because you saw the images of their players and how they reacted to it. The love and all on the knees, um, heads in hands and tears. Yeah. It, it just it wasn't nice for anyone, really. No, so it, it should have been either postponed till the following day, a couple of days later, something like that. There's room to have fit in. Yeah, but, they could have, I think they could have moved it. But... Yeah. Like, well, extreme circumstances, you, you move things, don't you? But um, but yeah, it's, it's good that he's he's on the mend and that um, he's speaking and engaging with the team again. So it's all good. Mm. Uh, but we're here to mainly talk about England because we won, baby. It's coming home. Uh. It's coming home. Uh, the toughest game that we thought <laughs> we were going to face so yep. far in the groups was indeed Croatia. There were question marks galore. Over the starting formation with no fit Maguire. Who's going to partner Stones? Is he going to be back three, back four? Are we going to have one holder, two holders? Who's going to be the wingers? Who's going to start him? There were so many question marks. And honest to God, regardless of what team Gareth Southgate put out, there will have been someone somewhere questioning it. There's no way to have kept everyone happy. And when this got announced, me and you were speaking, Matt, saying they looked quite weak. Um... And that there was areas that could get exploited. Yeah, we did, but we were proven wrong because you couldn't really fault a single player on that pitch. To be fair, every had a good Not game, and Southgate's selection was truly justified. And can't fault him. It yeah, was pretty we much solid. For a first game of the tournament, it was close to a. as perfect a performance as you can get. The only down, well, not downside, but. You probably wish could have done a little bit. It was Kane. I thought Kane had an extremely quiet game, but the way that they were set up, yeah, and did, played, yeah. he was seemed to be isolated a bit. But thankfully, we didn't have to rely on him too heavily. But no, um, no real queries, no real issues. And if he wants to name the same lineup again for the next match, you can't really question him, can you? Not at all. No, I mean the way that Declan Rice and we'll get on to Calvin Phillips's performance, but the way that them two played that midfield it was Rice was sitting and doing the dirty work and Phillips was the one chasing it down and he was he was putting in the tackles that were wider afield where Declan Rice was holding that defence together and just sitting just in front of them and it worked so well yeah um, 
at some points, Calvin Phillips was pretty much playing up top with Harry Kane. But oh, he yeah. was Calvin Phillips just next. Was all level. over. Was everywhere. He was so good that game. But yeah, Declan Rice does the does the kind of play that gets overlooked. To be fair, because like going back to that game, you'll think of star plays that stood out. Declan Rice probably isn't someone that comes right to your mind because you don't really remember much that he actually had to do. But that's actually yeah. probably credit to actually how well he did play. That is yeah. no nonsense. It was just intercepting passes here and there, nipping around the around the corner and getting the ball off people and just passing it along and did yeah. extremely well and he had a great game. He did. And and like you said, everyone on that pitch had a, a quality performance. But um <clears throat> Calvin Phillips, as we sort of touched on, what a game he had. His first ever international tournament. And my God, he's, he's only just finished his first season in the Premier League. But there are going to be some huge bids coming Leeds' way for this uh, guy. Just one game. I want to get Kyrie away with thinking he's going to yeah, be the but, best thing. But he did have Matt, an extremely good game and he keeps on with it. Yeah. What are we saying? Are we saying Lord Calvin? Not yet. It's one game. In Not there. yet. No. 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 No, no Sir Phillips. No, not yet. One game in, mate. What but about MBE Sterling? That he has got that, hasn't he? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, just touching on Sterling, actually. A lot of people were saying that it was one of his strongest performances, and I was. So... His, it's, it's saying a lot about his season, that. Yeah, because um, he was busy. He did run a lot around. He was active, but his just final decision making and his yeah. Shooting wasn't was there poor. for me. Obviously, he scored the goal. Yeah, yeah, can't fault him for that. Can't fault that. Blasted it at the keeper and it went through him. So thank God he did do that and he scored. But yeah. there was other times in this game where he was taking a touch too many, than he was getting tackled for corners when he could have just easily squared it across. There was a shot from outside the box, I remember, and it was just, just flew into the stands. Yeah, it was. It wasn't as. It wasn't a perfect performance by any means but I think just comparing him to a season that he's had at Man City which has been average at best yeah it was like, a performance for him for this season but it wasn't groundbreaking yeah like it, it, it was like the Sterling of old wasn't it when he makes the runs his positioning's really good and he knows where to be and well, he's on the line. Of the ball. he's on the line at Turf Moor and the ball comes to him and we all know what happens <laughs> next <laughs> Yeah, that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's just his decision making, his finishing. It just it wasn't there. Probably and just a bit rusty. Yeah, I mean, it's good that he did get the goal because it gives him that boost that he will need, and that's good for us. Because obviously well. he was he was another question mark in the lineup. It's like, why the hell is Sterling starting and not Grealish? Or personally, I would probably would have started Rashford. Rashford ahead yeah. of Sterling and ahead of Grealish. I know. People might not agree with that, but I would probably have started Rashford against these a lot. But yeah, yeah um, can't complain. But he scored the goal. He did was pretty. Did have a productive game. Yeah, but that's his first international goal, uh, international tournament goal. Yeah, should I say? Um, which is quite hard to believe. But I mean, can you remember 2016 when he was just basically running around like a headless chicken for most of it? So to fair, most of the team was. Yeah, to, yeah, not a bad shout to be fair. Not a bad shout. Um, so do you think there's any weakness in this side? Because I mean, um, let's not, get, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. This isn't a Croatia 
three years ago <laughs> at all. Yeah, I've got I'm Rakitic, not, I'm not I've got Mandzukic. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> as soon as they play actual proper decent opposition, that's no disrespect to Croatia, but they are not a France, a Germany. Um, in Italy, Italy look decent. Italy do look good. And yeah, other Italy teams good. they'll get challenged a bit more. Then we'll see if Tyrone Mings is solid enough as an international. He looked. He did. He did everything he had to do in this game, but yeah. like I said. This was not a prime Croatia. At I'm, not, all. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it was, but I'm just saying that anything that any signs that worry you from that performance going into those sort of games. So, like, as long as yeah. um, Kane nets in the next game, gets himself going. Because yeah. I did really. Want that is one thing that worries me: Kane not getting on score sheets. No, no I'm sure he will, but he'll. Be oh yeah, will, Obviously, but... you had other big hitters already score. You got Lukaku scoring for Belgium. You got Immobile scoring for Italy. People that will be going for Golden Boot have started to score, and he hadn't. But yeah. we are playing Scotland next, so no doubt probably you'll get a few more chances because it'll be more of. It'll be an easier game for England, I would have thought, but obviously, because it's a derby, you just don't know what might happen. Scotland turn up in them games, don't they? Well, they need to after today. But um, yeah. England, I still I still fancy them. I'd be more confident with them playing Scotland than I was against Croatia because I thought we would dr- potentially draw the first game and win the remaining two. Yeah. But because we've gone there, I'm confident. But I just yeah. hope Kane, Net, and... I don't know if there's any massive changes I'd make in the lineup because obviously I was questioning. I wouldn't. I was questioning Trippier at left back, but it was. Do you know where we got that free kick? <laughs> Did you not think? Hold on a minute. It's no. Croatia Trippier <laughs> free kick. It's happening. My first boss is why haven't we picked James Ward Prowse? To be honest, yeah, but, true. Uh, yeah, but I think he might. He might. Mix it up a little bit because I think Southgate would have been worried about the Croatia game, and they're like that's why he went kind of defensive. But with Scotland, he might go for a bit more of a balanced lineup. He might bring Shaw in yeah. left back. He might Sterling might be rested. Might bring Rashford in. I might give Grealish's first start. I would not touch Phillips or Rice. They stay. Mount. Yeah, he definitely. might give. He might give Mount a little rest and put Bellingham. I don't know. He's a lot. He's got a lot of options. Yeah. And I do. think if if he does decide to play back five, I think that's when we get rid of the two holders. But playing that oh, back four, I'm happy with having two holders. Well, yeah, if and you're playing it, two holding midfielders with a flat with a well not flat back five, but three centre halves and two wing backs, you're far too defensive. It's, yeah, it's you're already playing five. Yeah. yeah. So, I I like what I like that formation that he's just played. I, it works so. I think stick with that and see how other people fit into that formation. But it looks yeah. positive. Like I'm not, I'm not getting ahead, but I mean, it, it does look very positive as long as we can get more goals out of games. Saying that, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think Kyle Walker had his best game. He did and he didn't. Um, Defensively, he was, was solid. Reserved. Defensively, yeah, was, was I reserved, thought he was really yeah. good. But some of his passing. Was just a bit off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was that moment, wasn't there, where he started running through middle of pitch and he came all the way over to left back, and he sort of trippy is a bit like, "What are you doing here? Like, where are you going? What are you doing?" <laughs> and everyone's looking at him like, "Where are you going right now?" And trippy is like, "Do I? Don't I? Do I?" And then Walker just plays it, and he's like, "Where were you?" <laughs> and it just goes out for the throwing, and it, it 
it was strange. Yeah, his passing was a bit a bit weird, but he was playing I'd, a lot more reserved, wasn't he? I'd probably switch him out for the next game. Probably throw Reese James in. Or if you want, you can put Trippier at right back. To fair, I'd probably bring Trippier in at right back and play yeah. Shaw at left back. Just give Walker a bit of a break. Well, yeah. I mean, he likes to rest them, especially in last game as well, doesn't he? Well, if, if, if we're guaranteed, yeah, yeah. yeah if we if we comfortably beat Scotland, will we definitely like with a similar sort of team as Croatia? It'll be a complete different team for Czech Republic. Completely, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Unless there's some, unless there's a, a chance that we Something definitely need happen, to claim that, top yeah. spot, like because I don't think Croatia will steamroll. Scotland or Czech Republic. I don't, you know, I the way that they played, it. I think they could struggle. And I think I think, I, I think, I think they could drop wrong. points against them. Yeah. I, I could see them drawing against either, either. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So Scot- 100% agree. I know that. Scotland have had a bad start here, but. That'll give them more fuel to, to go out in next game and, and really go for it. But for example, if Scotland, I don't expect Scotland to get anything against England, but if Scotland then can turn over to Croatia. I know they're making it hard as possible that it is possible that they could. Then obviously yeah. Croatia then beats Czech Republic, then we beat Czech Republic. We're on nine points and everyone else is on three points. Yeah. Which which could happen. Mental. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. Any, could anything easily. could happen. Anything could happen. It's crazy. I don't think Scotland are out, but they've definitely not made it easy for themselves. Well, let's just quickly gloss over that Scotland Czech Republic game. Finished two nil. We are recording just after. It is currently half past four. Just after the, uh, the Scotland Czech Republic game, um, Matt, you have not seen this, so I'll quickly gloss over what happened. Um, so, first thirty minutes or so, Scotland did look really good on front foot. They were pressing, charging forwards. Quite a few chances weren't taken, um, but they were positive in their attacking, and they kept that going for quite a bit. Uh, and then they let off slightly. They just sort of calmed it down a little bit, and then that's when Czech Republic got into the game. I'm watching and... the highlights now as we speak, just so I can... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Um, Czech Republic got into the game a bit more, and then they got a goal three minutes for half-time. Uh, second half, Scotland came out again, looking positive, but then Marshall getting caught off his line by Patrick Schicks. <laughs> 49.7-yard goal. Unbelievable. Um, the furthest goal distance scored in the history of the Euros. Oh, Robertson should have done better there. Oh, with his shot? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sykes had a few chances as well, but um, they weren't. Ooh, decent header. They weren't great. Is, have you seen the opening goal? Is that yeah, what you first saying? goal. Shik's just runs yeah. the corner. I'm guessing that looks like Shik. It is Shik. Yeah. He got both. Yeah, he's not Done a bad well. striker. Him. Uh, good. Mm. Questionable. Yeah, they're good at it. Yeah. The Scottish defenders caught flat-footed, really. Two of them gone to him and still got beat by him. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they did look good, Scotland. I can't, I can't really fault them. It's just little errors here and there that that they'll obviously work on between now and playing England, but I mean it just gives them them more fire to come at us on Friday. Fair Marshall looked like he does, he has an all right game. Yeah, <laughs> so tell you what, Czech Republic keeper as well. I don't know his name, but my god, he was pulling off some serious saves. Is he not Doug Brafka? No, it's not. Oh, that's why it would be natural. Is he even Czech? He came from a Czech team. Dubravka. 
Um, I know they signed him from Spark Prague, Newcastle. I'm sure they did. But yeah, that, was, that was a good save by the Czech keeper over his own head. Oh, the the looping one from the from the defender. Yeah. Oh, here's a goal. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, he's took that. It's well. Slovakian Dubravka, oh. by the way. Did he sign him from a Prague though? Or have I just made that up? I'll have a look for you. Thank you. Just while I observe this goal. Yeah, Marshall. Don't know what quite he's doing, but that is. You can't take anything away from that finish. Not at all. It is a quality finish. It's an extremely well to put Pure that quality. in. Sparta Prague. I knew it was a Prague team. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, Scotland didn't look terrible, and there's a lot of positives to take from it. And nor did Czech Republic. Czech Republic looked really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I can see either one of them sides getting something from Croatia. It's, yeah, it's like just... I said, I think, I think second, third, and fourth. Well, second and third, obviously, four best third place teams still go through to the next round. I, I think this group still has it all completely to play for. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, big games that we've got coming up. So, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, we have France against Germany. 8pm kickoff. Group F, the group of death. How is this going to go down? Who, so I mean, we've got, we've got a little spat at the minute as well between Giroud and Mbappe. I mean, that's causing some rifts in that French camp. It's all right. They don't play Giroud. They'll play Benzema up top with Mbappe. I don't think they're going to miss out by not playing Giroud. Oof. It's a tough one to call that. This is going to be draw, mate. 1-1? One, one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with a 1-1 one, one draw. Um, And then Wednesday night. I believe it's... Oh, no, I think it's Wednesday 2 o'clock. Don't quote me on that, but it's Wednesday, definitely. I know that much. Uh, Turkey against Wales. So I know it's not like a headliner game or anything like that. Well, Turkey your dark horses. Yeah, Turkey are my dark horse. Yeah. Still. 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 Now nah, I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know. Ukraine could be a dark horse. Ukraine put in a good game against Netherlands, didn't they? I uh, still got beat. Yeah, Malenko's goal was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Turkey Wales. So it's kind of make or break for Turkey, really. If they lose, it's going to go down to the last game to battle it out for third place. And then Wales need to win before facing Italy. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot riding on that game, and that's not a game you want a lot riding Yeah, this is must-win for Wales. Obviously, they did well in the last game with Kiefer Moore getting the equaliser. Good head of that as well, wasn't it? It was, because the Swiss, Swiss will... Dominant in that game, to be honest, yeah, and they did. Keeper Murphy had extremely well. Like made Jan Summer do a couple of good saves, but Wales Turkey, Wales. Turkey. I'm going to call Wales. I'm going to say Turkey two one. Nah, Wales two one. They got they got quite lucky Wales with that VAR call. I mean, he was he was quite clearly offside, um, but yeah, I mean VAR came to the rescue for Wales because yeah. it could have been a lot worse. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling Turkey two one on that one. Okay. Um, and then Wales are going to go smash Italy six now. <laughs> Bale with all six. Hockey <laughs> for more with all six. David Brooks, mate. David Brooks. <laughs> um, on Friday we have England against Scotland. 
How are you seeing this one? I'm feeling 3-0 England. I was going to say 3-1 England. Ooh. What, Scotland score first? Yeah. Really? Get it lively. See all the Scotland fans thinking, drinking all the iron brew and that, thinking they're all that. Then <laughs> 10 minutes later, 2-1 down. It's like, you what? Up, opening five minutes, Scotland score. And then it's yeah. 60th minute, England equalise. And Shea, then we win 3-1. <laughs> Shea Adams goal for Scotland or something. Then England just oh. turn, turn the screw and just obliterate them. <laughs> yeah. That would be quite good. Um, Saturday, we have Portugal against Germany. Another Group F game. This is obviously dependent on how the France-Germany game goes as well because, I mean, that could impact this game and how Germany approach it. Um, I mean, Portugal will be hungry, you'd expect, in the other Group F game on Tuesday. So, but, yeah. um, so Portugal-Germany. We're assuming Portugal's won, and by our predictions, we're assuming Germany have drawn. Yeah. So Portugal could afford to draw this, technically. Yeah. But, I mean, would they want to risk that? Going to the last game on four points against France, needing a win maybe to guarantee something, because you'd expect Germany to be hungry, France to be hungry. Yeah, so you spend all three runs to beat Hungary, wouldn't you? So they're all going to be at least on three points. Yeah. I expect France to. <coughs> I'd expect I'd expect France to do something against Portugal. Yeah. yeah, I think Portugal need to pull. I think Portugal are more likely to get a result from Germany than against than France. So you're feeling a Portugal cheeky one niller. Yeah, because they need to. Yeah, I, I could see Portugal doing some here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not seeing many goals in it though. Not seeing many. I, I think it's just a one nil to Portugal. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, uh, and then finally, Spain against Poland. Spain against Poland. I mean, I could see Poland turning over Spain. Nah, Spain. Do you think? Yeah. I, I'm not convinced by that squad that they've got. I, I mean, I hope they proved it, proved me wrong because that that'd be great. But I mean, Lewandowski, he just that's, scores. That's, that's all they've got. I know, but he just scores, doesn't it? It just happens. Nah, Spain will be fine, mate. But what, what are you feeling on that one then? Two 0 I'm gonna say two nil Poland. Two one Poland. Two one. Two one. Yeah. Laporte scores. Um, <laughs> imagine a World Cup final, Spain against France, and Laporte scores the winner. That would be unbelievable. It would be quite ironic. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's um, that's the predictions going. Obviously, that's not all all the the games coming up. They're just the bigger ones, the bigger ties. Um, but that is. That is us done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we're having a bit of a reshuffle because I'm not able to record as our usual Monday episode would air, but we are in possible talks to do an episode on the Thursday. Not this week, next week. So it'd be a little bit longer to wait, but we'll be able to cover the England-Scotland game and the england Czech Republic game as well, yeah. both together in one. Um, so yeah, we won't be back in a week's time. We'll be back in a week's week and a half's time potentially. 
Um, but yeah, we we should be around. Yeah, just to clarify that. Um, but I mean, is there, is there anything you want to add about the Euros so far, Matt? Just keep it coming. Keep it coming home. Keep it coming home. That's what we want. It's coming home. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do so by heading over to our Twitter and Facebook by searching for... At Footy Foundry, Footy Foundry. You can also check out our partners, the Beautiful Game Network, by finding them on Twitter. At BGNFM. And finally, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They're the official scarf provider for the US US Soccer, USL, and MLS. Yeah. Yeah. Get your customer yeah. scarf for your team at Roughneck Scarves. Yeah, Roughneck <laughs> Why did that why did we just have a complete meltdown then? I don't know. I just there. forgot who they provided scarves for. You you just Joke. Well, <laughs> <possibility> to talk. <laughs> oh god. Um but yeah, that that's us for another week of Football Foundry. I mean Euros are on. They are cracking cracking on? Euros are on? They're cracking on. Yeah, we're cracking on with Euros. And it's very hot outside. So I mean people are having fun. Beer gardens, football. What more do you want? It's great. And what about Jesse Lingard as well? Parrot on shoulder, beer garden, chilling, and then did a DJ session afterwards. Can't follow him. What a laugh. Can't follow him. Yeah, he's one of the boys. He's one of the boys. He uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Oh, God, I'm losing ability to speak now. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Matt, would you like to attempt to say goodbye? Goodbye. <laughs> we got there eventually. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back in 10 days is it maybe yeah Ish. 10 days potentially but we'll let you know on twitter failing yeah. that thank you and goodbye <laughs> Football's coming home. Not, not going to join him, man. No. No.